0: Have you heard of Raise Them Well? It's our company that we started back when I was pregnant with our second son Hutch, and we couldn't find the supplements and the trustworthy products that we were really looking for for our own family. And so Wiggy and I decided to create our own and Raise Them Well was born. We provide a lot of different products, including vitamins and supplements for your children, really great magnesium products, Prenatal vitamins and more. So make sure you check out RaiseThemWell.com for all of those offerings, especially if you're looking to clean up your family's products in the new year and maybe just get a little bit crunchy. and welcome to Healthy Discourse. It's Emily here, and I'm very excited to welcome today's guest, Christian Jordan, to the podcast. Hey, Christian. Hi. I'm so glad that you are here. I had promised in my very short um, pregnancy announcement episode that we were going to talk about some of the intricacies of childbirth throughout, um, throughout this pregnancy. And some of the, we'll call them non-conventional, um, areas of pregnancy and options that, that moms have these days that a lot of people still just don't know about. And we're known for being unconventional around here. And so that's what we do. Although I would argue that, um, Being a doula and having a doula present for your birth is no longer quite as, quote, unconventional as it used to be. I actually feel like we've kind of gone back to the good old days of childbirth in some ways, or we're moving in that direction for lots of reasons. But I wanted to have you on to talk more about what doulas are and what they do and what they don't do and kind of how you got into this and just some of your favorite things about being a doula. And before we jump in, um, I had a doula for my first two births. And prior to making the decision to move over to a midwife and to pursue a more natural approach to childbirth. I'd actually never heard of a doula before in my life. And so I don't think I'm alone in that. And that was, let's see, like 11 or 12 years ago, um, but Anyway, I, I want to inform our audience and help them better understand what doulas do and what they don't do. And I couldn't think of a better guest to have because Christian is going to be my doula with this birth. So we're very <laughs> excited about that. I'm uh, so excited too. Yeah. So tell us a little bit about what doulas do and how they assist moms to be. And delivering moms, I should say.
1: (laughs) Okay. Yeah, that's a great question. So there's still lots of misconceptions about what a doula is and what we do. Um, But basically, doulas are trained, sometimes certified um, companions that uh, we're not healthcare professionals, but we support other moms and their families um, through childbirth. And so sometimes that looks like emotional support, informational support, physical support, Um, we rally alongside moms and their families during pregnancy to help them decide what options they would like to have during their birth. Um, we can help them formulate what we call a birth plan, which is where we have these preferences written out so that when they get to the hospital or the birth center, or even if they're having a home birth with a midwife, they have their preferences written down so there's no questions asked, everybody's on the same page about their desires, and doulas are really good at helping to make sure that those things are honored. Um, and then, so we offer that kind of informational support in pregnancy. And then mm-hmm. during labor itself, even before we're ever with a mom in person, we're in touch with her over texting, phone calls. We're going to be giving her suggestions of things she can be doing um, in early labor while she's still at home. Um, a lot of moms have a desire to stay at home for as long as possible before heading to the hospital. So (laughs) we can give all those like comfort suggestions and techniques to help them be able to achieve that. Um, And then we do join, we usually join moms when they're in active labor, whether that's at home or birth center or hospital. And we do things like counter pressure, massage, um, hydro, helping to remind moms of different positions that they can get in. We kind Mm -hmm. of look at like the overview of what her labor is doing um, and try to help make suggestions of how to progress it for her. Mm -hmm. Um, And also just, of course, offering um, emotional support too through words of affirmation, um, reminding her that her body was made, She's doing a great job. And then another thing that some people don't think about, but doulas are also for dads. So we want dads (laughs) to be able to be, you know, a huge part of the birth. Like mom and dad are a team and mm-hmm. we want to amplify the teamwork. So, in no way are we walking in to step into dad's role. My job when I walk into a birthing space is to help mom and dad work the best they can together because I want them to look back and not really remember me, but I want her to be like, wow, he was my rock. Um, yeah. <clears throat> so, um, yeah. So, those are some things that I do during a birth. Yeah. in the postpartum time, I like to help make sure that latch is established with baby before I ever leave my mom. Um, And then I also offer a postpartum meeting where I go into the family's home and I take them a meal. We talk about their birth. By this point, they've probably had some days or weeks to think about their birth and process it. And so they might have questions for me. I can help fill in Mm -hmm. some gaps if they forget some things about the birth. Um, yeah. And then at that point I have the ability to offer additional resources or
0: resource things out. If I see that there's a need. That's so great. Um, you, you hit on so many things that I'm like, yes, <laughs> yes, yes. I think, Um. well, back to when I first hired my doula, I mean, I, I think that we can agree. And I think a lot of moms agree after having their first child that Generally, in the United States in particular, that we've made birth such a medical issue. Yes. There is very, very little preparation or thought that goes into all of the things that can happen because every birth is different. Things rarely go 100% according to plan. And there's just so little preparation for that. And it can cause so much trauma later for a mom who we just assume that things are going to go the way that we want and then they pretty much never do but there's really very little preparation for that or even asking or considering okay well you have these options or this could happen or this could happen and so if right. you know there's a lot of scenario discussion i i mean and and it's just so important to think through all of that so that we're prepared for just about anything because just about anything can happen and it makes it far less traumatizing or overwhelming to be prepared and to also feel a little bit more empowered by those decisions that we are making for the things that are in our control right absolutely yeah
1: and what, the ahead no please your your comment made me think about. One thing that doulas do in, you know, in the case of like a delivery room at a hospital, I think it's so easy sometimes for moms to just feel like things are happening to them um, Mm -hmm. instead of them being in the driver's seat and really in control of what's happening. And just like you said, we can plan all day long for how we would like something to go, but sometimes our plans do have to be modified depending on what's going on. And a doula, should be able to rally alongside a family and talk them through what's happening and help remind them of like, what are the good questions we can ask this care provider when they come in the room? If they're right. recommending something like breaking my water, I don't have to just say, okay, I can ask really good questions to get information to make a fully informed consent decision.
0: Right. Um, yes. So I think you hit my, you is- hit our favorite phrase on the head, informed consent because yes, it's offered so little. And I think that things that are quite standard in our medical system that just, there's just so many assumptions that, oh, this is just what they do. Whereas no, you have a choice for every last small or large intervention that happens. And, but a lot of times those things aren't presented as choices or questions, they're presented as this is what we're going to do now. And it doesn't, the way that things are phrased does not imply um, choice and very, very rarely is anything fully given informed consent at this point, everything down from do you want eye ointment in your baby's eye? Do you want them to have a bath right after their birth? Do you want, I mean, you can probably go into lots of other things. Um, but, but maybe we'll do that in just a second, but I did want to also comment. So you talked about being there to support the dads. Um, my husband is always the first to share that, he has delivered hundreds of babies he had to do that as part of his training he's seen just about everything in a hospital setting none of that prepares you for supporting your wife your 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 the ba- the mother of your child right, right. when you are in what feels like probably a very helpless situation and feel like Yes. You don't know what to do. He literally told me that. I had no idea what to do. I was so glad for Ardula, who was there, to tell me what to do because it's not an instinct necessarily for them because they've never yeah, experienced it. Sure. And especially if you're wanting to pursue a more natural route, and even if not, you know they don't know how to deal with labor they've never experienced that before and so having that coach to be able to say hey like maybe try this right or um just that gentle leading that i know you do i think can be so helpful and gosh i know how much he has appreciated that because it's like you know he can be verbally encouraging and that sort of thing but knowing kind of what to do or where to be <laughs> is 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 difficult. It's, it's yes. a very intense situation for everyone involved. And so I love how you talked about that and your role in encouraging the dads too. So um, I would love for you to share with us um, some of the things that maybe you find that in normal, like when people don't have a lot of support around that they don't realize are options, questions, things to consider that, doulas maybe can come alongside and help with because i think like yeah. i said we don't think about so many things and then like you said they just happen
1: <laughs> right right and then they're out of our control once they start happening. Mm-hmm. right uh, so you know one of the things i would say in my consults with thinking about hiring a doula i always ask who's your care provider and i think that that's like the first step in how your birth is going to go is choosing your care provider And while we should walk into our birthing situation, you know, armed with information, armed with what we want our preferences to be, having a birth plan, I think it's also important that in the situation of an emergency, we sort of need to be able to have a lot of faith and trust in our care provider and to be able to surrender to what they are telling us if there's a necessity for that. Mm -hmm. Um, So
0: choosing the care provider from the very beginning is so important. Right. And so- I have a story. I don't want to interject and interrupt, but I have a story. So this is how I ended up changing providers with my first. Mm-hmm. I I went to like this highly recommended OBGYN in the Greensboro area. My husband was finishing his residency and it was kind of like the one that quit everybody went to kind of thing. And so um, I hadn't really considered that it might be necessary or better to consider a midwife for my preferences at the time. And about halfway through my pregnancy, maybe even a little later, cause I was, it was, maybe I was more like entering the third trimester. I had one of the providers in, and I expressed my desire to pursue natural childbirth. And he literally mocked me while I was wearing that oh gown. No. <laughs> and he told me that if I wanted to go back to the cave woman days, that he guessed that that would be an <laughs> option for me. Oh my goodness. <laughs> And I walked out and I called my husband and I was like, I'm done here and you need to start asking about where the midwives are because (laughs) 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 anyway, yes, it's, it's not funny at all, but in retrospect, it is. I was so appalled. I was like, oh my goodness. Anyway, so that, that was a good indication for me that that provider and and, because he could have been the one that delivered my child, um, and that having that relationship with your provider that you feel like is going to support you and hears you, right? That's such a big deal. That's so huge. sorry, you, I didn't mean to interject, but I thought that was a, a perfect example of what you don't want, someone that's going to mock your choices. So
1: Right. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. So and it is it is so sad to me that, you know, moms, they'll just they'll go to a care provider and we'll have we'll have a consult on the phone and I'll ask how how are your appointments going, and she'll tell me things that she's concerned about. But it's almost like some some moms are not aware that it is okay to switch care providers, and I see this a lot with women who have been going to the same OB since they were teenagers, and they really like their OB. But I you know I try to tell them if you are feeling disrespected and not listened to in your prenatal appointments, you will absolutely feel that amplified in your birth. So your prenatal care is a very good indicator of how your care provider is going to treat you during your labor. Mm -hmm. Um, And there is never, there is never, you know, a reason that it would not be okay to switch care providers in the case that you don't feel respected. So my midwifery care is my very favorite. I have a very healthy respect for obstetricians and I'm so thankful for them when we need them. They are very skilled surgeons. So if I need mm-hmm. a C-section, I absolutely want a very skilled obstetrician. But if my if my pregnancy and birth are physiologically normal and I want good care and support with my options and my desires to do things as naturally as possible, midwifery care tends to be like what you said for yourself, uh, more along the lines of what you want for your care.
0: Mm-hmm. Yes. Um,
1: so I try to get... You know, people to think about that before we move on with their pregnancies. Who's your care provider? Do you feel supported? And then other options when it comes to, you know, pregnancy um, that people don't know they have is things like their glucose screening for gestational diabetes. I think mm-hmm. it's very normal for moms to go into, this exam room and be told to drink this glucola drink that has some pretty yucky ingredients in it if you're someone that's wanting to avoid those things. And then they feel really yucky when they're drinking it, and some moms have to go back and take it again because it made them so sick that they couldn't even get a good test. So a lot of moms don't realize that they have other options for that. They can still have their glucose monitored, but they can even do it themselves at home By breaking their own finger for a week or two, uh, you know, and there, there are, you can look online to see like when you need to be doing this. And then you can take those numbers to your care provider. That way you're not having to drink that drink. There's Mm -hmm. even a new drink out now called the fresh test that moms can drink instead that has more natural ingredients in it instead of glucola. Um, And then so lots of options during pregnancy that moms don't know about. And that's why I love doulas, because we can make moms aware of these things as they're being faced with them.
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah.
1: In a birthing situation, there are options for water birth in this area. And sometimes moms think that they can get a water birth with any care provider. But that's actually not true Um, Mm -hmm. in the majority of this in North Carolina, Central North Carolina, um, you have to be with a midwife and not even all midwives will do water births. So it's really important that we know all these things ahead of time
0: so they can make good decisions. Right. You know, and when I had my first, there was only, Cone was the only option for water birth. Yeah, um, and I'm grateful that that seems like it's expanding a little bit. In fact, in our Winston Salem area, there were no—you couldn't even deliver with a midwife when I had him. Wow. Um, at either at either of our large local hospitals. So yeah. that was one of my, well, my husband doing his residency, he was finishing as I was, you know, going through my prenatal care. But mm-hmm. um, that was the only option, and and I I loved I loved. Tone. I have shared in our last podcast that I am planning a home birth and I know that you assist with some home births um tell us a little bit about that because I feel like it is so like you're gonna do what you yeah. know it's yeah. like isn't that dangerous and right. so, <laughs> I mean I can't tell you that? I know. Well, people know how like natural minded and quote crunchy we are. I mean, we, we don't like, we don't have a homestead or any of that, but just as far as our choices go, like people already think we're kind of like, you know, a little extra and <laughs> then you say home birth and it's like, you make people's eyes cross. So oh, anyway. Yes. um, Yeah. So, but I think there's so many misconceptions about that because again, we've been taught that, childbirth is a medical issue, and therefore it must be treated in a hospital setting. <laughs> so yes. Um, anyway, tell us your thoughts on that, because I think it's always great to open up and, you know, with people that have more experience and have um, you've over, you have assisted, I think, with many. And so how, what is that experience like? Yeah, so
1: all the home birth experience that I've personally been part of has been incredible. Um, I actually my second baby was born at home, and the level of care that I received from my midwife is beyond any care that I've ever received from a medical provider before. Mm-hmm. I I felt so much support. Um, but home birth is a is a great option to consider for low risk, healthy moms. Um, and I just I love. The idea of your prenatal care happening in your home and your birth happening in your home in your own comfortable space. I see labors go pretty smoothly at home most of the time. And I do think a lot of it is because moms are in the place that they feel the most comfortable. And that's truly where we should be giving birth. And so if a mom feels more comfortable in the hospital, absolutely give birth in a hospital because I want you to feel where you are most comfortable and supported. Um, But for a lot of moms now, they are realizing that they would rather be at home if they can be. Um, You have more options at home for things like water birth and uh, not being disturbed so much. And um, I I just, I loved my support with my home birth and I love assisting uh, with home births. There's a local midwife that I assist sometimes and um, she was actually my midwife as well. And I, I have nothing but gratitude and love for her and the care that she gives our community.
0: Yeah. Um, and I think a lot of people, that's one of the things with me is after everything that's happened over the last few years, I, I mean, and my husband is a physician and I would, if, if I could give birth at his office, I would, but yeah. um, I can't, and he doesn't do that. And so, yeah, <laughs> um, I think that there is, you know, there is a new understanding of medical intervention and maybe discomfort with hospital settings. And, mm-hmm. and I I know I certainly have that. And I think it's somewhat common. And I think that, you know, there's also that nice in-between option of birth centers. We're fortunate to have one in our area. In fact, one of my very good friends is pregnant and she's going to be, um, she lives right beside of it. So she's going to be giving birth there. So that's really exciting. Um, and, And that's a nice kind of, we'll say middle ground option too. Yes, absolutely.
1: The the only problem with birth centers, and it's so sad, is the laws in North Carolina make it really challenging for birth centers to be a thing.
0: Yeah.
1: So the only one that we still have open currently in the area is in Statesville, which is a drive for some moms. Mm -hmm. Um, I do I am hearing some rumblings that maybe there's another one that's gonna be opening up more in the Chapel Hill area, Durham area soon. Um, But they don't have an opening date yet. Yeah. So, well, I think that and, eventually the laws will change so that we have uh-huh. more options for moms.
0: Okay. Yeah. Now, tell us um, in our last couple of minutes about what kind of training doulas may or may not go through. I know not everyone is certified, that's not necessarily right. required because, as you mentioned, you're not a medical provider. Um, and sometimes, you know, a, a, an experienced friend can be a great coach and encourager and that sort of thing. I know several friends that have done that, but there also are training and certification programs. Can you tell us a little bit about that and maybe some questions that are, you encourage moms to ask a doula that they might be considering? Absolutely. So
1: I think that, well, I, so I will tell you, I went through Dona International for my training and certification, but there are lots of good, amazing training organizations that will Train you and or certify you, depending on your preferences. Um, mm-hmm. But uh, and a, a quick Google search will list those out for moms. But as far as questions to ask a doula, I think a lot of times we get the question, you know, how many births have you been to? And I think that is a great question to ask. Um, but one of my favorites to ask, you know, when you walk into a birthing room, like, how do you know how to support me? Like if I if I'm not in the state to be able to tell you what I need. Do you, how do you read the room? How do you read me? Um, what kind of prenatal care do you offer? What kind of postpartum care do you offer? Things like yeah. that. Just and, and then also just seeing if the personalities mesh because someone might meet me and I might not be the right doula for them, but I absolutely still want them to have good support. Um, so just trying to figure out if it's, if it's a good mesh with people.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I think those are really good points. And I really like your first question. That's really good because I don't know about you, but when I'm in, you know, active labor, I don't know what I need. I just need. Right,
1: right. We don't I need to be training somebody in
0: that moment. No. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and I yeah, just totally. share
1: really quick, if it's okay yeah. with you. Um, Please, I should have yeah. said this at the beginning, but these are the most, there's some recent studies from the American Pregnancy Association and evidence-based birth. With which I love, evidencebasedbirth.com. But it's shown that there's some amazing statistics with doula support. There is a 40% decrease in the use of Pitocin, which is an induction method.
0: Um, Mm -hmm.
1: 50% decrease in the risk of cesarean delivery when a doula is involved with a birth.
0: Wow. Wait, what was
1: that that again? 60? 50%.
0: 50%. Wow. That's great. Mm. Yeah.
1: Um, a 9% decrease in the use of medications for pain relief. Um, a 34% decrease in the risk of being dissatisfied with a birth experience. So I think that's mm-hmm. huge.
0: So that even, is huge.
1: Yeah. And that's kind of what happened with my first birth. It, it did not go according to what I was planning and really wanting, but I had a doula with me and I really credit a lot of my satisfaction with my birth because I had a doula with me. Yeah. Um, and anyway, a 25% decrease in the length of labor with doula support.
0: Wow. Isn't that That crazy? makes sense though. That makes yeah. total sense. Right. I mean, I think so because like you feel like you're getting help and you've assisted with a lot of births before and you know what works and versus a mom who's just going to sit on the bed. I mean, that, which as we know, like that slows things down. <laughs> and Absolutely. so, um, Absolutely. but nobody at the hospital is going to tell you differently. So, <laughs> right, right, um, yeah. And so yeah. I, I think that's, that's awesome that, yeah. I mean, I think that's such a testimony of how important it is to, and, and you know, thinking about back in the quote old days, you know, um, that's how it was, right? There was a town midwife and they came to your house and then you had a friend or someone that had had a whole lot of babies and knew you well and wanted to support and love you that helped them generally. Like that just seems like how it was done. And, um, I love that we have those options now, obviously medical intervention is necessary and we're all very grateful for, um, mean, you know, babies arriving safely in all kinds of circumstances. Yes. Um, uh, but I again, think that, I think, that, oh, go ahead. I'm sorry.
1: Doulas provide a wonderful opportunity for another woman to come alongside you who has been there and mm-hmm. can empathize with you in ways that, like you were saying earlier, like our husbands just can't. And they yeah. are wonderful support. But just there's something so sacred about having a woman be with you in that situation too. And Absolutely. Something that a doula can offer.
0: And before we go, tell us about your doula company and the services that you offer. And I'll also link to your website in our show notes. Okay.
1: Yeah. Thank you. So I have a doula company called Holistic Heritage Birth Services. We service all areas of the triad and triangle North Carolina. So Essentially anywhere from between Statesville, North Carolina and Raleigh, North Carolina, we will travel to. We are sort of centrally located in that area in like the Greensboro, Burlington areas. Mm -hmm. Um, Besides me, I have three other doula partners, Amy, Rachel, and Emily. And um, we usually have two doula team per client. So you meet both of the doulas that are on call for you during pregnancy. And then, excuse me, we share an on-call schedule. And so whoever is on call when you go into labor will be the doula that is present at your birth for you. Mm -hmm. Um, Besides doula services, we also offer postpartum doula services, birth photography, placenta encapsulation, childbirth education classes, birth tub rentals, postpartum meal, freezer preparation, and more.
0: (laughs) That's so awesome. All those things are so important. Yes. (laughs) And most of us are completely clueless about them when, without um, coaching and help for sure. So, um, I mean, those freezer meals, like here's just a funny story. I never understood, like, I always thought meal trains were kind of like, I don't know. I mean, that's sort of like extra like, do these new moms really need all those meals? And then, then I had a baby and now I'm the one that like makes all the meal trains. I'm like, Yes, this is necessary and so helpful. In fact, like even when we got our children, our two adopted boys who are, we came out of foster care and we had two hours to prepare for two more kids. That one may have even been more like helpful because we, we just weren't prepared for any of that. So. Yes. Yes. yes, And, and we hadn't, there was no preparation or time to stock the freezer. So um, anyway, but yeah, that's just such a, a gift and just newsflash. If you want to support a new mom, t- take her a meal. So, right. So something like hearty and delicious. Done. Yeah, that's right. So um, anyway, well, Christian, thank you so much. And thank you for serving so many great moms with, with love and compassion and I'm just really grateful for the work that you're doing. And I'm excited that we get to work together. So maybe afterward, we can come and talk more about all the things that happened. I don't know. We'll see. That sounds
1: great. Maybe you can share your birth story.
0: (laughs) Maybe I will. Maybe I will do that. I've had some really good ones. Very, very different. One very slow water birth, you know, traditional and one admissions unit fast birth, but Super that different. one I, re- <laughs> yeah, I was very different and I recovered really fast from the fast one. So that was kind of great. That's but cool. anyway, yeah. Well, thank you so much for joining us. Um, appreciate you and we will catch up soon. Okay. Thank you so much for letting me Thank share it, you. Anyways. Absolutely. Take care. Bye-bye. You too. Bye.